But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 really good posters welcome to another episode of love war challenges i am mtv malik she is becky at gift master bex and of course we are joined by the one the only the stand the man the myth the legend antonio aka the bananas defender what's really good guys what's popping with y'all What's up? Not much. Just chilling like always. Same old shit? Yeah, for the most part. Becky, what's good with you? How's the dog? Uh, he's better. Back to his obnoxious self, thank God. He hasn't had a seizure since we started the medication, so very hopeful. I am drinking tonight, so I will be joining you. I'm actually really happy and excited for it, though. I'm drinking every night, but I'm taking it a little bit easier this week to piss off just a little bit less people this time around. Just a little tiny bit. Yeah, be nice to me this week, guys. Like, come on. Just we're, a little nah, too we're, far we're not doing all that shit. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. A couple of things I want to go over. If you guys get a chance, make sure you check out the Facebook group, MTV's The Challenge, Unbothered. That is going to be my new home. Expect me to be there a lot. I'm still going to be in the other spots, but I have a real good feeling about that group. Make sure you join that. Make sure you check out thechallengegear.com. Get yourself some customized challenge gear i'm looking good in the new classic navy with white letter rip holla at your boy that's the challengegear.com make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all your love war challenges and general challenge gear also if you get a chance make sure you go check out logan hedrick from the hedrick files the writing bananas podcast him and uh, him and ali set up this really really cool video of all of the challenge podcasts passing the mic to each other uh, a lot of us know each other. Um, it's been a really, really great honor getting, getting to do that with everybody. It was dope. Something like 18,000 views on Twitter right now. So make sure you check that out. Give those guys a lot of love and give a lot of love to all of those other podcasts out there busting their ass to make challenge content. I got to say, we have a good looking group of podcasters. Like oh, yeah. everybody was mad cute, except for, you know. Antonio, who decided to do no nothing. Effort. No effort whatsoever. He didn't even care. He's like, hold on, let me just do a green screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, because, you know, I don't, I don't know, like. Not even a slick back of hair. No, not even like a nicer outfit. Hair, so so There's no effort. No effort. You didn't give us so a. I had I put on a suit jacket. I put on the party blazer. I've been wearing that since my fucking 20s. I had long hair, and with my long hair, it would take a very long time for it to be in like in a good shape. And I honestly was not really willing to put like a half hour's work into like styling my hair. So you put two seconds into it? Yeah, listen. I just like listen. We're not going to talk about your hair. Just just admit you're a scumbag, so we can all move on. Oh, I say I'm a scumbag since the first day I was on this podcast. So you're you're a little late on that, buddy. I'm just going to say. 
Listen, I got dressed up. All I want to say is some of my fellow colleagues, you got to up nicely. Let's go ahead and uh, keep it pushing. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into the ninth episode of Total Madness. You guys ready to do this? Yeah. Where should so we start first? Let's start off after the cast gets back from purgatory. Josh is a little pissed at Swaggy because come find out he is working with Wes. Now, of course, he doesn't have any real evidence to base, base that on, but he has a feeling. And it just so happened that this feeling is right. He approaches Kayla and he's going to flip the house when he gets back. Is, uh, is Josh in the right for deciding to go after Swaggy or is this just a misplaced anger? Becky, kick it off. I mean, you can have multiple alliances. Obviously, Josh does too. So I don't see what the issue is with Swaggy having other alliances with other people, whether or not it aligns directly with what Josh wants. Josh is worried about Josh's game. Swaggy is worried about Swaggy's game. At the end of the day, it's just trying to win. And I think that Josh needs to stop hating on the fact that I think the only reason he's really mad is because it's Wes. If this was anybody else but Wes, he'd be like, oh, whatever. Well, Becky, since you said he's trying to win, but in Josh's mind, he doesn't have a red skull and neither does Swaggy. So Josh can see himself as a potential target to other people. So if he's in his head, he's like, all right, there's only a handful of males left that don't have a red skull. If he can draw attention to someone like Swaggy, for just to buy himself another week or so, then Josh is doing the right thing. If Josh is just being petty about Wes, then it's a stupid thing. It's based, honestly, this move is all on what's going on in Josh's head right now. If he's thinking long-term, it's smart. If he's just being petty, it's stupid. I mean, Josh has said it in his interviews, though, that this is basically because the alliance is with Wes. It's not because, oh, I'm trying to throw him under the bus to get him. This isn't a situation like that. And at the end of the day, even if Swaggy gets thrown in, at least he has that opportunity to get that red skull. So I guess more power to Swaggy and Josh for trying to get each other thrown in, allegedly, which I don't see Swaggy doing. But for me, this is what makes Josh such a little bitch. Like, <laughs> Swaggy didn't Jeez. do anything to you. Wes has already stated on more than one occasion, he's not targeting you. So supposedly you came into this game with Swaggy and now you're flipping on him for what? For something that didn't happen with an imaginary enemy? It's, these are the reasons and these are the reasons why Josh would never win. Never, 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 until he wisens up. And let me tell you something, he doesn't win enough dailies nor does he win enough eliminations. If I remember correctly, he hasn't won any eliminations. This is why he'll never win. He could win something like Big Brother but never, ever, ever will he win the challenge because of stupid shit like this. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. It's, the challenge and Big Brother are two completely different games. I just started Josh's season yesterday. He made himself a target on episode three, and I'm shocked he won that season. So I, honestly, I'm excited to see how he pulled it off. Now, I know that because of my problematic past, I should never mention Alon. <laughs> But God, I wish Alon would have stayed uninjured. <laughs> oh no, we were going to bring up Alon again. 100%, I wish he, he would have stayed uninjured so we would have to deal with the shit that is fucking Josh right now. Josh could have been our first one out and we could have never seen him again. Damn you, Alon. But let's go ahead More, and move on. That so, poor man. So, Josh takes his complaints 
and Swaggy is able to read the room and he sees that Josh is super paranoid, might come after him. He tells him and Bailey tells Wes to be careful. Now, Josh, even though it wasn't his idea, he got Wes thrown out before. So at this point, should Wes be paying a little bit more attention? Should he put some respect on Josh's name? And is Josh a little bit more dangerous than what we think he is? Antonio. I mean, considering Wes sees Bear as a threat, I would think Wes should see Josh as a threat for the same reasons. Bear took out Wes, and Josh is the reason why, you know, Wes was set in. One other reason. So, honestly, if I'm, I'm Wes, I'm a vet. Whoever I'm not aligned with should be my target. So, yeah, I mean, Wes should be, Wes should be looking out for Josh. I mean, it depends. At this point, I think Wes's alliance is strong enough to kind of protect him. Uh, I honestly, I think Josh is like a well-liked person, but I think Wes is more respected. I think people look at him a little bit as a possible alliance person, someone that could help them out in the future. So I don't think that Wes should really be worried that much about Josh. I think he has bigger fish to fry in the long run. I think Wes is right with not respecting Josh at all in the game. Uh, what has he done? Yeah, he was a part of, of, of getting Wes thrown in, but that was Laurel's move, and Josh just, he kind of rode that wave. Josh has not made any major moves on his own. He hasn't beat anybody of note. He hasn't beaten anybody at all. He's got, what, 12, 13 daily wins over three seasons? What is Solid it to be scared of? What is it to be scared of? What has he done? He really isn't that much of a big player this season at all. Not at all. I was expecting a big season from him, and he's just flopping it out. But look, look at the rest of the male cast, though, in front of Josh. You have Bananas, Wes, Jordan, Fessy. Like, even Fessy's a rookie, has a bigger name than Josh. Swaggy has a bigger ego than Josh. There's so many personalities as a whole that are just overtake Josh. Bears, Bears, another name. Like, the only person who I think has a, a lesser personality than Josh is probably Nelson, but Nelson gets himself into trouble too. So like Josh is seeing himself as a totem at the, at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to male personalities. Yo, Gabe said Preston could be Josh. Fam. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. Fam. Come on. All well, right. Preston had a lot of heart though. You got to give Preston that. He never gave up. Let's go ahead and move on to D trying to set up Jenny. D approaches Rogan and she decides to tell Rogan that when it's all said and done in the long run, she doesn't want to go against a beast like Jenny. Starts formulating a plan to get her out. She tries to get Rogan on board, for which he is not on board at all. He was smart to decline it. Um, in your opinion, in the long run, despite what may happen during this episode, is it smart for D to try to get Jenny out now? Becky. I mean, she should have gotten Jenny out long before this. If this is what she was going to do, she should have never made her her number one girl, knowing that she's such a big threat. It's not a good look on Dee right now. She already turned on Ashley. Then she's turning on Jenny, like allegedly turned on Tori and Jordan. It's a lot of turn Cody things going on where Dee is really digging herself into this grave. And I don't see a really good future for her if she doesn't turn this around because people are going to see her as a snake. These are facts. 
Antonio, what do you make of D's play to get Jenny out? So D without a red skull. So says she, she never beat Ashley. This would be the smartest move she'll make because she has nothing to lose. Now that D has a red skull, if Jenny comes back, the chance of Jenny winning any competition is very high. So if Jenny wins, she's in the tribunal, she's going to send D in. And D has something to lose now because she already has a red skull. She wants to be safe. So as of now, this episode, D would be stupid to make a target right now by sending Jenny in. This is possibly the worst move. Jenny is your number one female. Rogan is your number one dude. Why? Who the fuck knows? But now you talk about throwing in your number one? Like, would Wes throw in Mandy? Would Bananas throw in Leroy? What the fuck are you talking about? You're getting rid of your number one for what? Because you're scared to run against them in the final? What the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand when you get later on in the season, alliances got to turn on each other. If you're going to dump your number one, you don't do it halfway through the season. You might need her. You might need her. And plus, who the fuck is going to want to team up with you again? Turned on Ashley. You turned on D. You probably turned on Rogan, who's already turned on you. You're untrustworthy. Say what you want about Wes and his manipulating and his masterminding. Wes protected his friends. Same thing goes for Cora and Pauly. The whole thing is we're going to take all of our friends to the final. We got to run against them. We got to run against them. But we're going to run against each other together. Like, did this, like, did Wes not go over this course? and Mastermind 101 and Challenge Nomics? Like, what the fuck is going on? It is the absolute worst move. You do this like how Sarah did it. And right before the final, you throw him in against somebody tough. That's how you do it. Ask Sarah. See how that turned out for her. She got her... <laughs> she got the win. She got the win. It was I mean, fucked up, she got the win. <laughs> that's, a, that's what she did. It was fucked up. But obviously, listen, hit my DM. I got all of the challenge seasons on the Google Drive. I got that. Yo, tell D to hit me. Because obviously you need to go back and watch some past seasons because you are obviously Jesus. not getting how it's done. D's on a power trip and she just does not know how to handle herself. I she, don't mind the she's... power trip. The power trip is fine. You won last season. Can't, no, can't nobody tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me jack shit. And I feel that. I get it. I get the cockiness. I get it. But back it up. Play your position. You can be cocky, but play smart. Because the second you're not, Somebody's going to come over there and knock your block off. Easy. Honestly, for, I don't know about you guys, but D still really hasn't proven herself to me this season. Like, to be this cocky to back it up, she beat Ashley. Well, she had help two -time beating champ. Ashley. She beat a two-time two champ. champ. She got a championship. You got to respect it. She, thing is, though, D wasn't going to win if Wes was in her ear telling her the, um, the 100, sequence. I 100% agree with you, but a win is a win. No, I'm saying, yeah, I'm giving her the win, but I'm just saying she just, she hasn't done much to be this cocky. She honest, I, I, in all due respect, I agree. I think that she needs to do a little bit more before she starts walking around like her stuff doesn't stink. Like she's this person who's done so much in the game when she really hasn't. Uh, I don't really see a whole lot of big power moves and. I just can't remember a lot that she's done this season other than the whole situation with Rogan, which honestly wasn't a good look for her. And even worse now, considering what Rogan did. I do feel you guys on that one. D is still very young in this game. I'm very excited to see what she can bring for the future. And she probably does need to tone down some of the cockiness. But I think I think D's going to be a major player in the upcoming seasons. It looks like she's here to stay. I think if she cleans up her game a little bit, and the thing is, this happens a lot 
people make too many promises, they go the wrong direction, they try and change it up, and they get caught up. And I think that's what's happening to her right now. She's getting caught up. She's screwing herself over. And she's it's going to take her a couple of seasons to win back loyalties. And people are going to not really trust her for a little bit. She's going to have to win that back. Yeah, she burned way too many bridges way too early in her challenge career. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw, but Jenny just was, I saw her on Twitter. She was completely blindsided on how, like, what Dee was saying in her, um, what do you call them? Confessional. Confessionals, yeah. No, wow. I feel you. I'd be tight, too. Like, this is supposed to, supposed to be your mans. We'll touch on that later. Let's go ahead and move on to the daily. All the cast members roll up. Big T's on crutches. Big T injured her foot. She got stitches. And this is a water challenge. So... We all know what time it is. TJ steps up, sends her home. So rap for Big T. Didn't even get to prove herself. She is most definitely a fan favorite. Most people who are just generally good people who want to do well are not for the challenge. But people really love her energy. People love her. She is well liked among the castmates and loved amongst the stands. How does Big T going home from a medical injury make you guys feel about Big Savage? Becky. Oh. It makes me so sad. I really wanted her to be able to prove herself this season. Uh, when she went home last season, I was, it was heartbreaking just as much for, I think, us as it was for her. Uh, so watching her have to go home over a stupid, drunken mistake, I, it's, it's so sad. I know she's going to come back, though, because she is such a fan favorite. It's, she's so much fun to watch and such a great person to have around. I know she's going to come back and she's going to beast it again next season. Good job, Big T or Big Toe, as they were dubbing you. <laughs> Antonio. It always sucks to see someone leave because of a stupid medical injury, especially when you're drunk. I just like, I don't know about you guys, but I, I was like really hurt that they made her walk down the steps with crutches just to make her walk back up. If, if, like, if they're a few minutes after they literally made her walk down and say, yeah, Big T, you know, you're hurt. Got stitches. You got to go. She's on crutches. You couldn't just say it in the house. Like, come on. I was on crutches before. That, that shit's tough. <laughs> That's kind of true. That's kind of harsh. Come all the way to the, to the daily and then just go like, home. Like, come on. Like, you're just going home. Just tell her to pack her bags and go. Like, save her time. It's like your manager saying, you know, you come to show up to work. Your manager calls you to the office and finds you since you get here. That motherfucker, you could have called me. Well, I could have just stayed home. I didn't even have to make the drive. But Sat in three hours of traffic. <laughs> like, come on, they got road rage and everything. Now you telling me this? Sure. You made me waste my gas. <laughs> but listen, we are talking about a TV show, so you know this stuff has to be presented. So I get it. I get it. I'm not really too tight about that. I like Big T. I like her very much. Now, don't get me wrong. Big T hasn't proven a goddamn thing in the challenge. She hasn't won any eliminations, pulled any any um any big moves. But I do like her. And I do want to see her more there because you need people like that. She kind of reminds me of Jasmine. I, I like Jasmine too, but I, I like Big T's personality a little bit more. It's a little bit more wholesome. And sometimes that's what the challenge needs. So she is definitely going to be missed. Um, and I can't wait to see her again in the future. Yeah, Jasmine was a little bit more wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> I hear... I'm, Anybody watching, I apologize. Love War Challenges does not make a habit of judging women for who they sleep with. Uh, Love War Challenges no, support women. Becky, we'll talk about this later. Let's you go ahead and move on to the daily. Just Jasmine even admitted that she wanted to be the slut on a couple challenges, so shush. <laughs> See, Gabe knows Jasmine and Jarnay were queens. 
Queens. They are. Queens. I love Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Especially when she got mad and punched some mirrors. She did beat Sarah Rice. That she did. These are facts. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. All right, so the Daily, they got split up in teams of five. This week is going to be a double elimination for the females. Shocker, we kind of seen it coming. Uh, TJ splits them up in teams of five. He's going to drop them into a tunnel where they got to swim. <laughs> Tyler was good, fam. You got to swim through the tunnel, collect five pieces, and solve a puzzle. So here on Total Madness, we got another puzzle. I don't even know why they called this shit Total Madness. They, they should have just called this shit Puzzle Madness. The Challenge 35 <laughs> Puzzle Madness. Like, bruh. anyway. <laughs> well, at least they had to go down a tube and swim. Yeah, and it also looked cool. The camera work was great. Um, uh, the color scheme was great. The angles, they did a really, really good job setting all that up. What were your guys' favorite parts from this challenge? And what was the things you didn't like about this daily? Antonio, you look pretty eager. Why don't you go ahead and take this one? He just raised his hand like he's in elementary yeah, school. I wanted to be the one to say this. That's why. <laughs> All right. Why is just like abusing Josh? Like right before his team like started. Like <laughs> that was like it was so uncalled for, but yet so like funny at the same time. It's like, yeah, you see Josh, he can barely fit down that hole. He's like bigger than all of you. So like if you think you're having a tough time, just imagine Josh trying to do it. Like, the <laughs> fuck? He called him a ninja turtle. That was hilarious. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why would you call him that? That's so wrong. Like, come oh on. my I, I, god. You guys like shit on Josh a lot. I mean, what's Wes takes it. That's just that's, that's it. Just give it to Wes. <laughs> well, we already have seen Wes roast Josh nonstop this entire season. So, no, I'm I know Swaggy drowning. Like, come on, bro. Like, <sighs> poor Swaggy. It's it's, it's, it's upsetting. There's always somebody who can't swim, and I'm tired of it being the black guys. Like, <laughs> it's, it's already like it's already been a tough week <gasps> for black people, <gasps> and they just cap it all off with with Swaggy. Well, not doing well. Oh this my thing. god! DD can't swim her in her first season, so yeah. But she didn't totally flat this challenge. Love Swaggy to death. Love. I, I have a lot of love for Swaggy, but this was this was embarrassing. He flopped it out this time around. This is the first swimming challenge, isn't it? Yes. Because we haven't had anything with swimming yet. Yeah. No, so, yes. The first yeah. swimming. No, no. The first one was with the tanks rolling over the trash cans. They need more fucking dailies like that. That was badass. It's like we started off with a super badass daily and the rest are just kind of, kind of meh. And I I don't think the bunker is helping either. The car one was good too. The car car one was live. The car one was live. But the car one was another puzzle. Yeah, it's really been a puzzle every single thing. Like, Sarah would have killed it. Next week we got trivia, so I'm pumped for that. No doubt. I gotta say, Melissa going through that tunnel and screaming was hilarious. And of course, TJ. Just <laughs> laughing his ass off at her. It's it was amazing. But she's pregnant. She right doing this. Ice water challenge. It wasn't really swimming though. Oh yeah, yeah, same, same, yeah. Same. But they it, just it, have it, to swim. Like a, yeah, it was like a water-based challenge for the most part. Facts. 
Uh, yeah, definitely Melissa going down. Anytime TJ lets out one of those laughs, it's it's it really butters my biscuit. Oh, and his laugh, his bend over laughs, like you know. And yes. The the thing I mostly hated though was Josh just losing his shit at the end. Like, yeah, you lost, but it's a female elimination, so like, fucking calm your tits, like. <laughs> The fuck is he Why is it always for? Anissa getting yelled at by these men? It's always but honestly, her. Though, Josh, Josh, like he didn't go as far as Nelson did, so I will give Josh that. Well, Josh because was Nelson, mad because Nelson of what happened with Sweat. Sorry, yeah. I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, what sorry. what Josh was mad about was a Swaggy flopped basically in the swimming portion of this challenge, and then they didn't let him help with the puzzle. But at the end of the day, Josh is not known for being able to solve puzzles either. So I don't know why he thought that anybody would let him touch a puzzle. No, but today's challenge was fun, though. I, like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. Well, after the daily, Team Wes wins it all. The team of Wes, D, Bailey, Nani, and Corey, they get the win. So they win, and uh, fucking Josh loses his shit. Spaz is out on Swaggy. But getting back to the house... Jenna calls Zach, and Zach doesn't answer. So the question I have for you guys. Now, of course, this sends Jenna back into, you know, beating herself up and feeling down. And at this point, are you guys just tired of the Jenna and Zach thing? Because at this point, it's not even interesting, and it's pretty one way. I'm pretty sure Zach is tired of looking like a douchebag on TV. You guys over it at this point? What is this, three episodes in a row now we were dealing with this? Yeah, something like that. Like 12 seasons. It's just annoying. Honestly, if I'm in Jenna's position, the first time he doesn't answer a phone call, that's it. Don't call for us this season. Call your family. Have them talk to him, and that's it. And you focus on the game. You focus on winning half a million dollars, and that's it. You have your red skull. Do not have any other distractions that that you need. You're in a bunker to begin with. That's distraction number one. Like, come on. Um, honestly, I was over it last season when, uh, they were on the season together and he called security on her. So I've been done with their relationship. Unfortunately, Jenna is not done with their relationship. Jenna could uh, be a very dangerous person. I mean, Zach has to do what he has to do to protect himself. Yes. Very dangerous. You know, be careful. Bambi may do something wrong. Like, you know, nibble at your ankles. But you said anyway. that, man, that she kicked her right off a platform. She obviously is prone to violence. Do you see how big he is? Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay. Zach is the abused one in this relationship, obviously. I didn't say that. I'm just saying <laughs> he has to protect himself, and I understand. Uh, I mean, I can say that I am over the relationship. It, it's annoying at this point, but what are you going to do? She loves the guy, and when you're in a relationship and you're in a bad mood, you're going to complain about it. You want to complain about it to your friends. You want people to understand what you're going through. So I understand why she's complaining. It's just get a new man already. Well, too late now. Right? Yeah. Well, not, not, not yet. Not yet. Well, I mean, they're not married. Uh, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they're not married. And even if they were married, there's always divorce. I mean, honestly, if Jenna was going to leave, it was when Zach Holter broke. After that, you go she, back. They did you're, leave. You're, you're, you're in it. No, yeah, like, to go back. Yeah. You're, you're in it for the long run. That's it. Yeah, these are facts. Oh my God. Jenna is so in love with him. It's ridiculous. Let's go ahead and move on to nominations. Nominations is pretty straightforward and, uh, and uh, drama free. Uh, Casey pipes up. Hey, I want to go in. Everybody's like, go in. And then Nisa pipes up. I want to go in. Go in. And 
that's kind of it. It's really, um, you know what? I wasn't paying attention because um, Josh started to speak at the end. I didn't really catch what all that was was about. Like he just started speaking, and I like I like blacked out. I like tuned out. <laughs> like I don't even know what happened. It's mad weird. His fucking you voice. You want me to say what happened, or you're just being like sarcastic? No, no, I'm dead actually ass. don't remember like, what, don't happened what happened either. So basically, Josh was like saying how Nani and um, I mean Anissa and Casey nominated themselves in, but the rest of the girls realized that they're gonna get voted in to go against one of them, and they're not, and they're not like weak people. So you, he was trying to convince him, saying, oh, you should be voting people who think you can beat, not people who just want to volunteer to go in. But why say that shit, like, after the vote? Like That, that was Kyle's point, but... Oh. Kyle yeah, I, I think too. Josh just said it just to get it off his chest and see maybe, you know... I, I don't know. There is maybe some editing. Remind me something of something I'll tell you later that I saw on Twitter. It's after the eliminations. So I'll talk about that oh. later. There's something oh, that... Wait. While we're on the topic of Casey, because I, I doubt we're going to talk about her like this much ever again. So I was watching America's Got Talent yesterday, uh, this morning, the last night's episode. She was in the I audience. I don't even know what that is. You don't know what America's Got show. Talent is? Okay. She was in the audience. And honestly, if I haven't seen the challenge, I mean, if I haven't seen Big Brother last week, I wouldn't even recognize her. Recognize her. That was such a great story. Do, Thank you. <laughs> do you mind telling it again for all of our listeners? Just one more time. Sure. Just run it back. <laughs> run it back. Oh, oh my God. No, 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 go ahead. You was watching some shit TV show. No, and you guys from live, an... and I know what you're going to do, and I don't feel like doing it now, so it just continues to the next point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. look, Gabe's making friends in the chat. <laughs> you got to make friends somewhere, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, right before we head out, Rogan decides to spill the tea from early in, the, in this episode to Jenny, letting Jenny know that D is targeting her and that for next girl's elimination, they got to get D out. Now, was this smart on Rogan's part or is this Rogan betraying D for a second time? And is it smart for Rogan to strike at D first before she eventually turns on him? She's already turning on her number ones. Motherfucker, your ass is next. <laughs> Bananas, what's your opinion? I mean, exactly what you just said. D is coming after her number one female. Who's to say she's not going to come after her number one male? If I'm Rogan, if I'm hearing that, and after seeing D turn her back off after numerous people this season, I am not trusting her, so I'm going to just go, just go against her. He did it last season. Might as well do it again. Before we jump to you, Becky, I just want to say I, I've, I love, love, love the fact that we have this chat and we're able to see everybody talking shit. And I, I absolutely love getting, it, getting to talk to you guys while doing this. So definitely keep it coming. We see, I, I definitely see all of the comments. Even mine? <laughs> yes. Malik, I think there should be a point where we have like segments where we talk about what's oh, going yes. on in the chat. most definitely at the end i would love to have uh just a couple of minutes of just talking with you guys and you guys can ask some questions and stuff okay we got yeah. a guy named ty looks like tyler it says she's running versus jenny not rogan wait that's is, is tyler? yeah now that is a good tyler? point tyler brings up a I good point actually, i was gonna bring that up but tyler i would Damn say it, tyler. this it's too early to strike against your number one. There's still a lot of game to be played. You're going to need allies. You're going to need votes. Halfway through the game, it's not the time to start targeting your number one. You got to sever it and hit them hit in that elimination or two right before the final. 
Wait, is that Al Tyler? That's yeah, Al Tyler. Motherfucker, do you oh, know okay. another Tyler? <laughs> I, mean, never, I don't know. I have never met another Tyler in my life. Do you think I know who listens to us? Do you think I scroll to the comments and see who listens no, to us? I don't you know. don't know any other Tylers. You know like seven <laughs> different Anthonys. And like in a Luigi That's in this more than that. Let more, me just also say that. here, Tyler, you're only supposed to take Antonio's points, not mine. So stop stealing <laughs> my points. I was going to say, Dee's not going to target Rogan. Number one, because I think she's still obsessed with him. And two, because of the fact that at the end of the day, she's probably going to need him in that final. She's, she's going to need a strong guy with her to help her out if that's so how it was. You're saying out. D is going to need a strong man to win a championship. I'm going to help, not to, not to get her there. She's probably going to do most of the work on her own, but come on, everybody needs a little help. And at the end of the day, we don't even know if the final is just going to be individual numbers or if they're going to have to team up at some point. So you may need a strong male to help and be a teammate. Maybe. I really need to silence that phone. <clears throat> All right. Let's go ahead and move on to club night. Now, not a lot happened. Uh, once again, j- let me put the straight down. Well, they're calling out Tyler in the chat. <laughs> Word. Wait, what chat is this? I don't see uh, it. The YouTube group chat. Yeah, well, we got three different chats, but if you're like me, you got all three chats streaming right to your screen. Well, just rub it in. Um, remind me to hook you guys up with that, too, so I get you guys on that. Um, Club night. This Jenna, she's not really in the mood. Bananas is trying to talk to her. Cool. Let's get down to the meat and the potatoes. So, Bananas and Josh are talking about how fake everybody else is. Which I think is hilarious because they these two people are the fakest motherfuckers in the house. By far. Of all people. Swaggy calls. What the fuck is his name? Whatever. Josh? Yeah. Calls Josh a hypocrite. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do not like that guy. Uh, calls him I a hypocrite. See that. <laughs> and Josh starts to get wild, talk about nobody's going to make me shut up. He throws a drink in Swaggy's face. Let's, let me remind you guys. It's been a hard week to be an African-American male. Josh is throwing drinks out of black man's face. Just want to put that out there. Put that into the ether. Anyways, those are drinking his face. This was months ago. Like the fucking real... Like, like he's a fucking real housewife of who the fuck cares. Those are drinking his face and is immediately, immediately protected by security. Protected by security. Now, Josh gets real live when security is around. He's a whole different type of hoe when there's people there to hold him back because we all know what time it is. Swaggy would wash them straight up and down, left, right, straight up and down, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A, start. He would have washed them. Antonio, why is Josh yes. such a hoe? Ah, uh, I mean, uh, does he call him a hoe? I mean, uh, He's a I don't hoe. know. He, He's not even doing whole shit. He obviously needs oh attention. Oh my god! No, he right, obviously so. need, need, needs the attention. He obviously needs the screen time. He's not doing shit else besides bitching and moaning and crying. I mean, I, I do see the trend with Josh of him getting to arguments every season. I mean, we saw it with Asha Kane. We saw it with Paul Lee. Now Swaggy. I get it. I mean, he just likes things to go his way, and when things don't go his way, he has a problem with it. Um, throwing the drink. I do agree. It was like a pussy kind of move. I mean, it was. It's coward, it's coward shit. I mean, especially because you're, you're wasting money on that drink. I mean, the biggest problem <laughs> is in any other situation, in a real life situation outside of the challenge, in real life, he would have never done it. That's why he's uh, a hoe. 
it's hard to tell because we don't really know any cast member like that outside of the show. I mean, he could have. I do think, though, the security part, security's always on top of everyone's shit. Like, regardless of what the house, like, you could just, like, bump, like, bump chest and security's there in a second. So, like, to make security a reason, I, I don't think that's an excuse. So, okay. So, if security wasn't there, Josh throws that drink? I mean, I've seen people throw more he doesn't even, around. Let me tell you something. He doesn't even get loud in this situation. Let me I tell mean, you. Nani threw a couple hot noodles. That's yeah, Nani. Nani. Nani's with the shits. Nani will throw it out. Nani with the shits. I believe in Nani aggression more than I believe in Josh's aggression. And I called yes. it too. Beginning of episode, like he's going to cry this episode. And Let me tell cry. you. Tell me why he's standing on the bar yelling at Swaggy, yet Swaggy is being held back by not one, but two security guards. Why was he just let free reign to just run up and jump on bars and jump up on tables? Because he wasn't trying to run up on Swaggy. He wasn't trying to fight him. He wanted to do this. Josh is about this. He's not about fight. I mean, you're in the challenge house, so if anyone's about fighting in the challenge house, then honestly... Throwing a punch in the challenge house makes you more of a coward than anything else because you are literally wasting an opportunity at this game. You can throw 10 drinks at me. I still won't throw a punch in the house. I honest, and Honestly, but in a real bar, oh, I throw hands any second. But in this game, when it involves money, my ego, my pride, I, I'll put that aside just for the money. I'll tell you I what, security care. not there, camera's not there. All it you get to hear is this. If this is at all, because he's going to end up getting punched in the face by Swaggy. Because Swaggy's about that life. And Tyler just pointed out, he says, it's funny how Josh got on Gus during War of the Worlds 1 for taking a fight for camera time. I mean, for faking a fight during camera time. And he's 100% right. Here goes Josh doing the same. The reason why it's a huge bitch move for Josh is because this wouldn't happen in real life. He wouldn't do this in a regular bar. He wouldn't do this without the cameras around. And that's what makes him a hoe. Uh, now I'm not gonna I call him a hoe. Don't, don't call him a hoe, hoe ass motherfucker. We just don't know them enough him. to see how they act, you know, in a real like in a real bar setting. We don't get our cameras because honestly, their their life is around reality TV. So the times they really go I to get the bar, that. we don't really. I see get that. Like that. I get that. Everybody on the challenge is a heightened version of themselves, almost a parody of themselves. It's themselves times ten, almost like professional wrestling. I get that. I'm telling you. Excuse me, I'm telling you, uh, 90% of these challengers, when you meet them, they, they're going to be just regular-ass, chill-ass people. Except for maybe Pauly. Pauly seems that intense all the time. But outside, outside of him, and a couple, and maybe like, you know, but most, I'm, I'm pretty sure most of them are chill. And so I take it with a grain of salt. When I attack Josh for the game, I'm attacking on, on him on how he appears on the challenge. I'm pretty sure he's a lot more chill in real life. But the thing is, when you throw some, a drink in somebody's face like that, somebody who obviously don't play that shit, and you're doing it because you know you got security and you know you got protection. That's some whole shit. I mean, do we say the same thing for Nelson, though? Because, I mean, I think Nelson gets into, like, a, Nelson gets the verbal agreements every single season. But he throws hands. He's gotten sent home for hitting he people. He once, not every time. I mean, Nelson has at least, like, four to five verbal arguments every season he's on. And, and he only got kicked out for one because it was Derek. Well, oh, he, honestly. He put hands on him. Yeah, he actually did punch. Yeah, because it was and Derek a weak punch, but a punch. No, but and we also Derek. He he kept the school. Derek, I mean Derek would have done Derek's, him regardless. Derek's older. He's more chill. He's not going to be baited by something so easy. Unfortunately, this um now that he's grown, he's done some growing up. These are the things that don't get you back on the challenge because he's a little bit too grown. He's too mature. 
And it's a damn shame because he's one hell of a fucking competitor. And I'm pretty sure, oh my God, you throw Derrick K in the bunker. Oh man, all kinds of shit. Wow. No drama. <laughs> It'll just be him washing people. I mean, think about it. I mean, outside of uh, outside of a uh, 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 West Bananas and Jordan and a Fessy and a Nelson, Derek is washing most of these people. That's just how I feel about it. But let's go ahead and move on to deliberations. So the crew agree that Jenny, Melissa, Kayla, and Jenna are going to be up. In your minds, do you think that these four are the best people to put up for elimination? I think so. I think with the options that they have, I think they are. Uh, Jenna, in their mind, is checked out because of the whole situation with uh, Zach. Then you have Kayla, who's obviously been talking to people about wanting to get her Red Skull. Uh, you know, I, Casey, I, or not Casey, was, um, who was it? It was Kayla, Jenna, and who are the other two? Uh, Kayla. Melissa. Yeah. Jenny. Oh, God. Melissa. Poor Jenny. Jenny was staring daggers at D. You could see she was like straight up like, say something to me and I will kill you in your sleep. Like, I will find you and I will murder you. She so, was tight and rightfully so. Obviously, because she was told by Rogan what was happening, which I mean, anybody would be pissed. Why she didn't just run up on her and tell her, I know what you're doing, probably because she's trying to be more strategic. But, ooh, D, D was getting murdered, like, with eyes. Like, if looks could kill, she was dead. So, are these the right four people for this tribunal? Yes. I think they are the best option. All right. Antonio, do you agree that these are the right people or would you kind of change it up? No, I, I don't send Jenna in because honestly, out of all the females that were there, one is safe and that's Maddie. Maddie does not have a red skull. So honestly, we say Jenna's checked out, but for the three girls that are in the tribunal, that is perfect for them. You want someone checked out because next week, if she's still checked out and you're not in the tribunal, you, there's a chance you go up against her. So you want to keep her around for your own safety because she already has a red skull. She's not really going anywhere unless you do unless the tribunal does something about it. You send Maddie in there who does not want to go into elimination, who does not have a red skull yet. You use her and gain more leverage. And you send and Jenna's the only one safe because it makes perfect sense for the three of them. And Nani's in the tribunal. Why would Nani just not fight for her friend to be safe? Especially if Nani has any speculation of her of her friend wanting to be checked out. Most of the, for me, most of this tribunal was a good idea. Jenny was not a good idea to put in the tribunal. One, you got Casey and Anissa up. Supposedly, these are supposed to be your peoples. Why, you know, if, if you might want to vote yourself in, or if, if you might want to vote yourself in, or if you want to keep your people safe, Jenny is not the person who you want to put up against, and you definitely don't want to piss her off. Jenny's name should have been kept out of it at all costs. Because who says Nani doesn't want to go in there and earn one? It's like a real scared, scared business right now. I mean, I, I didn't see any, I didn't see Nani or Bailey going in against Casey or Anissa because that's who they're aligned with. They, they both have an alliance with each other. So why would they volunteer, you know? And D has a red skull. Facts. So let's go ahead and move on to Purgatory. Casey and Anissa comes down. The girls are not going to vote for themselves. The people who get voted in is, is going to be Anissa versus Jenna. Do you guys feel like Jenna was blindsided in that? 
I think that maybe Nani might have told her that this was a possibility, but she, I mean, she didn't look really surprised. I think she knew that everybody had their feelings towards what she was doing. So, uh, or how she was doing in their minds and how she might be somebody that wants to go home. So I don't think she was really that surprised, which is why she wasn't that upset. Antonio. Yeah, I, I agree with Becky. I think, you know, Jenna had some leeway. She Nani obviously had to tell her. If Nani didn't tell her, it was fucked up. But I, I honestly, I think D really dropped the ball by voting Jenna in, because D and Jenna both have red skulls, and no other female with a red skull has seen a second elimination. We seen it with the guys in J, but that was it. Now D is basically kind of opening the door up for other females with red skulls to get brought back in, and she's one of them. So she's really. By her voting Jenna in, she's kind of allowing that door to be open now. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I just, yeah. I think, uh, use the end of the day. Well, Jenny, at the end of the day, she wasn't going to vote Jenny in. Have you seen Jenny? She looks like the female Terminator. She will hurt you. I'm not trying to bring that on myself. And I'm honestly smarter of D not to. All right, let's talk about the eliminations. Uh, Kayla versus Kayla versus Casey. How did you guys feel about that one? Uh, well, Casey just ran her through like she was like, boom, boom, boom. Like, like I don't even think Kayla was halfway through. It was crazy to see how much she beat her by. I, I expected more from Kayla, but I I didn't honestly think she was going to beat Casey because badly. Casey's a beast. But I didn't expect her to do that badly. And honestly, I didn't think Jenna was going to win against Anissa. Have you seen her arms? They look like noodles. <laughs> I don't think she was going to be able but to honestly, lift them. Though, Je- Jenna kept it close. Like, Jenna, like, she has a thing for close eliminations. Everything she's in has to be close. Like, there's no, like, guaranteed winner. And honestly, Casey is just a beast. I mean, I've seen our big brother. She, what, won the most vetoes or whatever it is. But, and she's a football player. She's an athlete. I was she's gonna used say. to, like, she's used to, like, that kind of, like, stuff you know like it came natural to her it felt like no and i completely agree because you can tell she's a lot more athletic i'm glad she finally is hopefully with this situation is going to get more screen time she seems like she's a lot of fun and she seems like she's sweet i just don't understand why the gods don't seem to want to give her the time of day so it's it's really frustrating for me to see someone like casey who i was really excited for at the beginning of the season and i didn't even see her big brother season but i had heard of her she was going to be so amazing and she is obviously but she's just not getting the screen time she deserves hopefully she gets more now um when it comes to anisa and jenna anisa really wanted to prove herself and i think she's been losing a lot of these eliminations lately and i think she really had some fire under her excuse me uh fire under her to be able to beat jenna especially since jenna sent somebody home just recently so she just really wanted to put it out there that she's a threat. Even though by my standards, I don't think anybody's really that worried about Anissa. But she did a really good job. 
this episode. You really, she put, she put everything into it and she really, she took it down. I'm proud of her. I mean, yeah. Anissa has the most female losses and eliminations in challenge history. So for her to pull out a win, it's definitely a big confidence booster for herself. And just to bring back to what you said about Casey, it, honestly, it just sucks to see how in her, like, in the episode where she's in an elimination, usually though whoever's in elimination, they have the most screen time. And when she's put in the situation, she didn't even have, like, top three or four confessionals. It's just, it's hard to see. And it just Bad. sucks because, because, like, even in Big Brother, like, she talked much, but, like, it wasn't really, like, it, her social game, like, wasn't really shown as much either. And you coming to the challenge, you want to see the rookies. You want to get to know them more. And just being a rookie with, like, one or two confessionals each episode, it sucks. And it's tough to think they'll get a callback when they're, like, when they're having, like, that kind of edit. The only thing I, she's, she kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, Turbo. Uh, the quiet, like, silent assassin who's just kind of just quietly observing everybody. And finding out everybody's weaknesses and kind of going from there. At least that's what I'm kind of hoping for. But I just, it's sad that they're not showing more of her. I really want to see more of Casey. And I'm praying, challenge gods, show us more Casey. Just a little bit. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome back, Malik. Hi, Malik. Good to be back. What are we talking about? Casey uh, we just finished yeah talking about Casey and her screen time and the fact and that she's not getting any yeah you know a lot of people there was just like um, you know Kayla got flung or this and the other I thought Kayla did a pretty good job I thought she tried pretty hard I think Casey just beasted her out uh, Casey got a little bit more of, of the strength and I thought it was a good elimination even though I don't think this is a terribly interesting elimination well I can tell you that I saw on Twitter that somebody said that they heard which of course it's like they heard from somebody who heard, who heard from Kayla, that Kayla actually threw the elimination. They're saying that Kayla threw it to Casey and that they had a deal that she would lose, uh, basically because she wanted out of the bunker and she wanted to go see Bear. Is there any, any proof of this? <sighs> it's, I, I don't know if it's proof, but it's something that I did read from one of her stands. Which, so, which it's, stand? It's, I, I don't yeah. remember which one, but I did see it on the timeline. So, I mean, I can't I mean, say for sure it's true, but, you know, I it's always... I saw a Karistan tweet that, so... I, I, well, I saw someone retweet it that was a Karistan. But, if anything, it's some... I didn't say it was true. I just heard it was possibly from somebody, from somebody who said that they heard it from Kayla, which could be a lie. I don't know. I don't, but, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, I feel like Kayla was there to win. Um, I don't know. She sucked if she was. Oh, shit. <laughs> It just wasn't her day. I mean, I mean, that, that, I'm not the biggest Kayla that's fan. That's how I feel. So. I feel like it just wasn't her day. Well, you can tell where my favors lie, and that's not with Kayla, so. I'm glad she's going home. Bye, Kayla. I think Kayla... Uh, she didn't go home. She went to someone's house in a different country, okay? Well, she didn't have a home to go back to. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. I just want to bring this up real quick. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. happy, birth <laughs> happy birthday, Mikey. This is birthday Happy birthday, today. Mikey. Casey's <laughs> birthday? This is birthday. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm not saying, all I'm saying is happy so birthday. So that's why we had those two bullshit episodes that took forever, because they wanted to line up on today. Makes sense. Good job, MTV. <laughs> maybe that's maybe I will go maybe I'll go to Twitter right now and follow Mikey P. And right, you know. Before I forget, so this is this is two girls went home, Jenna and Kayla. One both were in a relationship at the time. One went home to fix their relationship. 
the other went to a different country to see a different man. Because she didn't have a home to go back to. You don't know. It's just Mikey was going to kick her ass out the she minute he heard. Her, she, we she don't, we don't like, know that. We don't know that. Or... Well, hopefully Mikey had the decency to kick her ass out if he, after everything. Which, you know, she had no home. She ended up having but to move. Mikey wouldn't have found out until, you know, she got back home. No, because as soon as she got bounced out, she was on Bear Snapchat. Well, yeah, if she went straight home, Mikey, Mikey wouldn't have found out yet. Listen, you don't listen. think that people talk? People yeah. knew about this hookup before that she was even eliminated. This was all over the spoiler sites that they had hooked up. So he probably didn't believe it. He didn't believe it until it was on the story. Let's go ahead and move on to Anissa versus Jenna. Let's stay out of people's personal shit. <laughs> I, I don't want to stay out of personal shit. I don't like her. So well, I can say what live. I want. We got to do this online. This is where the tea gets spilled. <laughs> this is what happened. Did you guys already go over Anissa versus Jenna? Uh, for the most part, well, I think. A little did. bit, yeah. Let me just throw my two bits in there. Uh, I really love no. the elimination. It definitely came down close uh, closer. Anissa definitely got the strength. You would think that Jenna has the stamina. Uh, I'm very excited for Anissa to go ahead and win this one. She is she has done great in eliminations. I mean, her elimination record isn't great, but she's been in a lot of it. I love to see her succeed. So very happy for Anissa. Very, very happy. I think she's really been working for it. Like, I think she's needed it, especially because she's not been doing well when it comes to eliminations. Uh, she got to step up her game on the dailies, but good for Anissa. Got your red ticket punch. Got your red skull. Got your ticket punch. Hopefully we'll see more of her. Well, that's the episode. Thank you guys for sticking around with us. Um, at this point, we are going to go ahead and move on. Even though Tyler's not here, he was nice enough to send us his power rankings. Give me one well, second. Tier rankings. Like, he did it in tiers this time instead of numbers. What? Yeah, no, they're he numbered. It, he did it in uh, three tiers instead of like. Well, yeah. Have you watched the show? We always do it in three tiers. Yeah, I was going to say, where are you? He, he doesn't watch the hit list, does he? No, he I'm saying. He like, watches our episodes. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. He... We are going to break down the top tier, which is going to be the top six competitors. And you guys are going to tell us if, oh, yes, as you can see, I have a iPhone now. Thank you, Twitter, for bullying me into this. Anytime I say some smart shit, somebody takes a screenshot and circles Twitter for Android. Like, that's some <laughs> fucked up shit. But I don't have a $1,000 fucking Galaxy Note. And now I got an 11. And now I have both because I got two, plug, two, two phones. One for, one for personal use and one for the plug. Y'all already know what time it is. <laughs> Just play that song in the background. I got two. I don't, I don't know that song. Anyway. Well, I could tell you I'm wow. getting bullied into getting to an iPhone as well. So well, I'm getting yeah, an iPhone in listen, less than a week. Just, new iPhone. just do both. Nothing's wrong with having, you know, two grand worth of phones. Wait, Malik, what phone, which, which phone, what iPhone did you get? I got the 11. Oh, okay. From what I heard, the iPhone 12, if that's what it's going to be called, is going to look completely different. I talked to the people and they said, wait until September to get another phone. Because if they even this is going to be insane. It, because like everything's being delayed. Because of this uh, Corona thing, so yeah. So <laughs> listen, listen. Just just get both. Stupid Corona. Just get both and have both, and it'll be great. All right, let's go ahead and break down the top tier for the power rankings provided by Tyler Louder. All right, so number six on the hit list is Bananas. Number five is Anissa. Four, four is Nani. She had a big episode. Uh, it, it must be a typo. I don't know. 
I gotta get whatever the is smoking. Like, that shit must be... Well, four is 90. Oh, but he's not even here. Uh, and, and right? He isn't. Three is Casey, two is D, and one is Wes. Okay, all right. Obviously, Tyler's just fucking with us. He didn't send us a real power ranking. No, because honestly, three of those people should not be in the top tier. No, Casey, Nani, and Anissa. No, no, no. I, oh, no, no. D, D Nani, Casey, and Nani. D, no. Casey, and Nani. Casey, I see it. Casey, Casey I had see. a big jump. D Wasn't Casey should like not way be alone? Number two. D no, had the worst no, not episode. Where was Casey in the last few episodes? Uh, I swear well, to God, she was nowhere near this no, time. Yeah. We didn't have Tyler here for the last two episodes, so we don't really know where they were the last two weeks. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I definitely have a problem with that whole middle section. Actually, two to five. Wes, I can see is number one. That is fine. He's still controlling a major part of the game. Bananas at six. He could be higher, higher but I can live with that. Uh, Casey, 90 and Anissa. And D. Okay. Bananas so low. Right. I'm okay with Casey and Anissa. They had a shitload of camera time, and okay, I give you that. But Nani, yes, she won the daily. But uh, yeah, go ahead, get her the fuck up out of here. Nah, doesn't work for me. Becky, Casey didn't have a lot of camera time. What are you talking about? Even on a, this again, episode, I mean, for, for and, Casey, for Casey, no, she had a lot and, of air But time. this episode, she she, she did get Just quite a bit. Episode. But I mean, well, no. these are made on an episode by episode basis, so I get that. He uses he uses the prior episodes though, so that's the kind of thing I'm looking at. Like he's listen, I remember when he explains this to me that this is because somebody went down and because somebody went removed and because somebody <laughs> got kicked off. I remember this, but I well, mean, Jenna and Kayla are going to be gone. They're completely out of the list. You have people like uh, Maddie, Kyle, Melissa, Fessy, and Nelsie. We, we didn't even see this episode. So I can see why they get the jump. But Tyler says this is the reboot of the power rankings. Tyler, shut your mouth. I, I, I just don't understand why. Is, wait, is weed legal where he lives? Is this, is this why? Is he smoking? <laughs> weed doesn't do <laughs> but, this. Uh, well, apparently it's delusions. But <sighs> I mean, I think Banana should be higher. Even though he has been really playing kind of low key, he should still be higher up on this list. I even though Anissa had a good episode, I don't understand why she's there. And Nani, especially. I mean, the only real thing that she's done lately is complain about Jenna. So I don't know. I don't want them there. I think Swaggy should be higher up. I think, um, if anything, I can see Melissa moving up a little bit higher because Melissa's episode. gotten a little bit more screen time. Uh, she had more screen time last bit. episode. Honestly, though, with 17 people left, this should be easier. And Tyler, I hate this. Well, uh, I don't know if I this hate This is the worst list. But this is the worst list the I think worst, by far. all season. I mean, maybe a little rusty. I'll give you that. But like, ah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Tyler, get your shit together, man, because this isn't working for us. I mean, I just, I just need, like, I, I need to know why D is number two, because that's bothering me the most. She had the worst she had a lot. episode. She got a lot of camera time. It's, it's based off future stuff, though. But she also organized Jenny getting put into the tribunal. But she, uh, she didn't do she, that. But, she, but by she doing that, she made moves, herself a bigger target. But, but that doesn't... That doesn't change her ranking. Exactly. That it only should her because it's putting more targets on her back. But it counts. It counts. Can't I hate it. his ranking so much. Yes. I get why D is where she is. I may oh not like God. it because D is getting on my nerves the last few few episodes. I love you, D, but this is really aggravating oh, to watch. Christ. 
But uh, yeah, I really don't like what she's doing to Jenny. They are actually looking like they're fighting on the timeline. Uh, Jenny did state that she was upset that she felt like Dee was faking their friendship. And, you know, Dee came on there and she was like, don't worry, you have more friends than just me. You know, it, it, there's a whole lot of sniping back and forth between those two. I don't know if it's like legit or if they're just playing it up for Stan Twitter and the timeline and the episodes. I mean, but it seems I, like I, it's honestly, pretty bad. I don't see a rival season. Oh, that, real quick. Tyler soon, said so. D and Nani had the most screen time and won the daily. These are facts. That's all, that's all I gotta say to that. Yeah. Um, to all of our fans out there, I would like to apologize because the number one <laughs> challenges power rankings is one is the unofficial official power rankings of the challenge. <laughs> And we are one of the premier, <laughs> the hit list is one of the premier lists for power rankings of the challenge. And I'm sorry, the quality of it this week just isn't up to snuff. Tyler? It's pretty balls. It's pretty terrible balls. Oh, I really wish Tyler was here. I miss him. Yeah, we miss you, Tyler. Anyway, that's going to conclude the episode. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Make sure you guys visit thechallengegear.com for all of your customizable challenge gear. We got the Duel, we got Cutthroat, Inferno 3. We got all types of different seasons. Get your name on a t-shirt. As you can see, I got my name on mine. We got the uh, we got the US flag or any other country that you want. We also have the, uh, the logo that goes up here. So we got everything you need. Make sure you go visit thechallengegear.com for all of your customizable challenge gear. Make sure you visit shop lwcpodcast.com for all of your love war challenges gear we got jerseys for all of the hosts and a whole bunch of other shit that you guys need bananas close us out all right another great episode of Stars. i hope you enjoyed it make sure you stay updated by following us on twitter and instagram at lwc podcast join us up on facebook at facebook.com slash love war challenges Join our discussions on Reddit under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure when you listen to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars. Give us a great review. And most importantly, subscribe. Have a great day, Pot Stars. Peace. Woo!